It is recovery month, my friends. It happens on September of each year, and its purpose is to increase awareness and understanding of mental health and substance use challenges and celebrating the stories of the people that do recover. And what better way to celebrate than by rewarding yourself with something special? Seems easy enough, but it is actually difficult when you've gotten years living with low self-esteem. Let's talk about how I've rewarded myself and the benefits of that on the show. Welcome, everybody, to the 18th episode of Happy to Fail, taking place in a very special time because September not only is it my birthday, and that admittedly is a very special time, there are rumors my birthday could be on September 13th, just saying, but it's really special because it is recovery month. Even though I strongly believe we should be talking about mental health, substance use challenges 24-7, September is when we do go all in with the topic, with activities, going to radio shows, going to television programs, going to your social media, and proudly, proudly, folks, talking about that lived experience, talking about those situations that show that we can live happy, healthy, and productive lives. And I hope to do that every single Monday, sharing parts of my chapters, sharing parts of my life as a learning experience that can hopefully motivate somebody else to make a positive change in their life. My name is Juan Velas Court. I am from Puerto Rico, and we're just two episodes away from the season finale. It's going to be culminating right here during recovery month. I think it's the perfect time to do so. But don't be afraid because the podcast is going to be coming back. I'm going to be taking around a one to two month break to uh, cultivate the next series of episodes. As an initiation of recovery month, I just want to thank those that have reached out to me directly through email. Juan at happytofell.com. Sharing parts of your story is incredibly healing, not just for you, but for me as well. Because every time we share our stories, we talk about these things we become stronger because we conquer those situations. But say you're at a very emotionally sensitive time during your life and you want to get some help, you want to get that support, don't be afraid to contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255 or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. And if you are from Puerto Rico like myself, you can contact AMSCA's 24-7 crisis line at one 800 9810023 So I don't know if you can tell but I I feel energized. I'm ready for this episode. Sometimes I got to pump myself up, but it is recovery month and we're going to be talking about rewarding ourselves because I know working is essential. I know we have personal and professional responsibilities, but you deserve it. And this is in many ways a follow-up to the third episode of Happy to Fail, where we talked about learning to love yourself. In that one, I talked about learning to embrace your company. Sometimes you want to be with other people, but in order to really take advantage of those situations and love them, you must first spend time with yourself. You gotta, you gotta learn to appreciate every little thing about you. So this is the next step, because once you have had that chance to embrace who you are, it's all about you're working, but you got to play a little bit. You got you to gotta have fun with life. So how do you do that? You do that by rewarding yourself. And you can do that in a variety of different ways, but it can be challenging, as I mentioned in the introduction, when you're not used to that. 
you're used to having to solve so many problems, or maybe you're solving other people's problems. Maybe you're lending out some money and they never give it back. Thousands of things that can happen that in your head, you justify why you can't buy that television. You justify why you can't travel around the world. And in order to get the point across, I have two to three different experiences I'd like to share that I do think do a good job of explaining how I was able to go through this. So I began to have my first formal job, which is very similar to the job that I have now, in 2013. At that point, I had a car, but it was definitely beat up. I was spending around $300 a month in repairs, and people kept telling me, Juan, you deserve to buy yourself a car. You have this job. It's not like you're guaranteed to have this job for life, but in order to maintain it, make sure you have a car so you can drive to the job, right? But I always kept telling myself, Juan, what if they fire you? What if you crash that brand new car and then you still have to pay it? I built up all these different scenarios in my head, going back to the negative thinking from the previous episode, and I wasn't thinking about the positive outcomes. And once I was able to make that switch, that, you know what? I'm not just going to buy a car. I'm going to buy a damn good car. I'm going to buy a car that I'm proud of owning, that I'm not going to regret using, and one that I can have people in, that they can feel comfortable in, that has a really good sound system, that has an awesome air conditioning system. So in the process of motivating myself to buy that car, not only did I think about that, I also thought, Juan, can you imagine a scenario where you only have to worry about paying the car And you don't have to be worrying about, oh, what's going to break now? What's going to happen now? It's going to be another 50, another $100. You're going to have a brand new car. You pay for monthly. It's going to have insurance. So if something happens, you don't have to be worrying about that day in and day out. And once that went into my head, it was a 12-hour process to buy the car because I didn't have credit. I went in there, said, hey, I don't want to pay anything today. I want this car. Oh, and I'm not an employee. I'm a contractor. I'm a, I provide professional services, which that in itself is a challenge when you have no credit. But rest assured, I got the car and you heard about some things that happened with that car about a year after I purchased it on the previous episode. And I remember sitting in that car for the very first time and I said, Juan, you're proudly going to pay this. It's not somebody else paying for the car. You're being responsible. You're doing what's required so that you can assure you can pay it on a monthly basis. You, you deserve it. And that's the one thing I always suggest that awesome people in this world do. Tell yourself you deserve it. If I said uh, about 10 episodes ago, you matter. And this is the sequel to that. You deserve it. Say it right now with me. Three, two, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. You're going to say, I deserve it. So now I'm going to count it down. Three, two, one. I deserve it. The second experience. I love to bake. I love to bake cakes, cheesecakes, anything with cake I love. You add some chocolate chips, pumpkin spice. Oh my goodness, I'm I'm getting hungry right now, so I should just get to the example. But this experience happened when I moved in with my wife once we got married. Before this, I was living with my mom, and I could bake in her oven, full-size oven. When we went to the apartment that we still live uh, there to this day, and we love it, but it had a stovetop, which uh, made me go almost insane because, for me, baking really is therapeutic. 
So I realized, okay, so we have the stovetop, gas powered, so I'm going to have to buy an external small oven so I can bake. But I've read these stories of people having bad experiences with uh, small ovens because maybe the heat distribution is not all that great. So I began researching on Amazon and other websites, and I saw ones that were $100, and they were okay. The review said, it's going to get the job done, but it's not the ideal one. And I saw this oven for $400 and said, wow, that's a lot of money. But then I realized that I'm focusing so much on the amount and I'm not focusing on my emotional health because those $400, it wasn't just about eating cakes, about baking cakes and consuming them. It wasn't about that. It was a $400 therapeutic machine for me that I could have at my home that when I had these bad days, and I've showcased some of these pictures on my personal Instagram, you can follow that at Juan Velas Court. I can get into the kitchen, I can listen to a good podcast episode, and that's my moment. So similar to the previous episode where I talked about the glass being half empty or half full, in this case, half empty was going to be my wallet because it was going to be 400 bucks. But half full was that incredible machine that was going to make me happy and it was going to make my belly happy as well. And the third experience, and I believe I mentioned it briefly, September 13th, once again, maybe my birthday. My wife has her birthday on November 8th, even though they are spread apart. We're both turning 30 years old this year. And in preparation for me turning 30, I was thinking, Juan, when is, when is the last time you celebrated your birthday by leaving your comfort zone and doing something that's not just having a birthday, a birthday cake in your home? And really, it wasn't up until I was like 14 years old. I think that was around it. And it was because my mom planned out these things. So how come you don't take control of that? Why don't you do something? And when I first told my wife and my mother and everybody else, they were like, Juan, that is totally unlike you. And that's why I wanted to do it. But here's the thing. When you invite 80 to 100 people to a party, and we've done this previously because we did that during our wedding, there's a lot of money involved. And usually that's when my head starts telling me, Juan, don't do that. It's unnecessary. It's a lot of money. It's not $20,000, right? But we're not talking about $500 either. It's definitely a little bit more than that. But as I kept thinking about it, it was no longer just about the birthday. It's that my wife and I get to celebrate something together. We're gathering the family. We're going to be doing a 90s-themed birthday party. The 90s for me was a very special time, not just because I, I love a lot of the movies and the games, but because that's when I was emotionally feeling very disturbed. So being able to bring that era back and having things, having snacks from that time with our family, with our friends, we're going to have arcade machines, we're going to have CRT televisions, that entire experience, I know that we're not only creating a positive environment for my wife and myself, we're going to create a memorable experience for our families the same way we did with our wedding. And the fact that my wife and I were the ones in control of that. I'm the one that decides, you know what? I am going to spend money on that. I am going to do that. I already have a savings account. I'm paying my car. My wife and I travel at least once a year. We have a very healthy lifestyle in comparison to our past. If we're already doing all of that and we have a little spare change, why not invest it in a memorable experience with our family and friends? So the conclusion of all this is that we deserve to reward ourselves because if you only focus on working, 
and saving because you want to buy that car 10 years from now, because you want to buy that big home. That is definitely part of it. My wife and I have been talking about these topics right now in the past couple of weeks. But you got to treat yourself along the way because what if something happens? The fact that you can reward yourself along the way, that's what gives you that additional boost of energy. And even if you're already feeling great, you can feel better. Never shy away from feeling better than your very best. And I have a monthly budget of things that I can buy for myself. And even sometimes to this day, it is still difficult for me to do that because I don't have a happy mindset 24-7, right? I'm still going through the anxiety. I'm still battling with intrusive thoughts and depression. And that's why I have to make that leap. That's why I have to make sure that I do reward myself because what if I don't feel so good and I didn't reward myself when I was feeling good? I'm definitely not going to reward myself when I'm feeling bad. So it's about maintaining your emotional wellness for a happy, positive, and healthy future. So hopefully this was a good conversation, and I'm very thankful for the fact that I get to talk to you, whoever you are, wherever you are. The moment that you hit that play button, we're establishing a relationship, a very different relationship, where if you can talk to me right now, I can't hear you, but emotionally, we have that connection, and you know that for sure. And if you want to get in touch with me for recommendations about the second season of the podcast, you can do that by going over to Juan at happytofail.com. We also have all social media, happy to fail. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And remember that episode 20 will mark the season finale. And that means that it is time, my friends. It is time we talk about something that I brought up within the first five episodes. And that is the list. The list is something that I wrote in 2009. I did a very powerful episode at the very beginning sharing some of the things that I wrote about myself that I did not like and I wanted to work on. And I wanted to bring it up again because it is recovery month and if it's about celebrating where we've come from and where we are, I think going back to the list just one more time, taking a look at some of the things that I didn't get a chance to cover in the previous episode and then reflecting on that. I think it is going to be healing. So hopefully you are excited for that. So up until next time, thank you for listening, supporting, taking care of yourself and motivating yourself to being a pretty awesome human being. Take care, everybody, and talk to you next Monday. Monday.